Hey everyone, Sandan and Romy back for another mini episode, which is something that we wanted to do more of in 2022, but we've been a little slow for a couple of reasons. One of which is because in the background, we're working on a couple of really exciting projects that were so hyped about. And I think that you guys will be hyped for it too. And I think towards the end of the month or um, early next, we should be in a very close position to launching. So stay tuned for that. Um, another reason being is that Romy, you've been working crazy recently i have it's been such a hectic start to the year like it's taking all my energy right now to sound lively on this podcast (laughs) i honestly don't know anyone who works as much as you do but then still smiles and is able to laugh at the end of the day (laughs) if i wasn't laughing i'd be crying so i have to choose a better option just gotta laugh my way through life Do not understand how you do it. Um, But before we dive in, Romy, do you want to explain the current recording situation you're in (laughs) at the moment? Yes. So so welcome to the glamorous world of podcasting, everyone. So Sandin and I decided it wasn't safe to drive to one another, given the weather in Sydney at the moment. So we're recording this from one another's homes. And Sandin's got all the podcasting equipment and I don't. So I'm currently sitting in my wardrobe, literally inside my wardrobe amongst my clothes because it's the least echoiest place in my house. I've got my phone here, which I'm recording off of, and a laundry basket with my laptop on it to elevate it up so I can read my notes. You need to post um, a video or something on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will. Um, So we apologize if the audio quality isn't as great or if there are any discrepancies. And I also want to say my heart goes out and our heart goes out to everyone who's affected by the floods right now in New South Wales or Queensland here in Australia. It's been such a mess and yeah just can't describe how bad we feel about everything going on yeah for sure and if there is anything that Romy and I can do or using our platform to help connect anyone or um, help in any way shape or form please do reach out um, because we're we're here in a very privileged place so if there's anything that we can do we want to do to give back Um, but I guess to get things back on track with the Festival of Holi coming up towards the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Today's mini episode is a quick crash course on what Holi is all about, the origins of the festival and how it's celebrated. And this is an event that I personally haven't been involved with before, but it looks like so much fun, right? Yeah, it does. I haven't been involved in it either, but it, like you said, looks like so much fun every time I've seen videos of it. But for those who are unfamiliar... Hawley is more famously known as the Festival of Colours, so it's the Hindu festival, predominantly celebrated in the north of India and Nepal, and it's basically the festival where coloured powder is thrown at one another. Um, And like Sandan mentioned, it is coming up soon, and it's actually celebrated on the last full moon of the Hindu calendar, hence why it's generally around this time of the year. And also kind of the transition into spring uh, for those in the northern hemisphere where India obviously is, right? Exactly, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why people celebrate it as well. We read that because it's sort of that um, symbolism of new life because of the time of year that it's celebrated. Yeah, and like with most things in South Asia, there's not just one explanation or just one (laughs) understanding, right? Um, There's always like a magnitude of interpretations and um, connections and symbolism. Um, There's a couple of stories behind why Holi is celebrated, but the most well-known or the most told of these stories goes back to a legend of a prince called Prahlada. Mm-hmm. The story goes that Prahlada's dad was this like really arrogant and cruel king who expected everyone to worship him. Um, and he had this sister named Holika, which is actually where the name Holi comes mm-hmm. from. 
um, who was also sort of evil and she had this power where she could uh, sit in flames without getting burnt. So uh, Pralada would worship Lord Vishnu instead of his dad, which his dad obviously didn't like and he had got of his way to punish him mm-hmm. uh, doing different things. But Pralada was always devout to Lord Vishnu and that devotion never wavered. Uh, so one day his aunt Holika hatch a plan to lure him into some flames with her. Um, and while that was happening, Pralada prayed to Lord Vishnu for protection. And then Vishnu then protected him mm-hmm. and he kind of flipped the script. So Holika was the one who was burnt and Pralada was the one who went unscathed. And then Lord Vishnu kind of takes form and defeats the king, after which Pralada takes the throne and rules in a more prosperous and positive way. And then a second legend that we came across is the love story between Hindu deities Radha and Krishna. So the story goes that Krishna was embarrassed about his darker skin and his mum said that if he paints or colours Radha's face in any colour that he wanted, then they'd fall in love. So it's actually tradition on Hawley for lovers to paint their face or cover their face in the same coloured powder. So the legend still lives on through that. And I've seen people do that in movies, but I thought they were just trying to be cute. I didn't know it was actually a legend yeah. that people were carrying on till today. Yeah, interesting. And also interesting that uh, back in the day, Krishna was insecure about his dark skin, which means that colorism yeah. has yep, been existing yep. since the dawn of humanity. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. Or go back to episode 16 if you want to rewind and check that out. Um, our culture is obviously very big on symbolism. Mm-hmm. Do you know if the colors of the powders actually represent anything or is it just you know, all the colours are equally the same and it's just more of the vibrancy of it, why there are so many colours that are used. Yeah, so there are four main colours that are used during Hawley. So it's red, blue, green and yellow. And there is meaning behind why each of these colours in particular are used. So red represents love, blue is determination, green is life and yellow is knowledge. So that's why those colours in particular are said to be used. Yeah, I love that. I love that representation. What colour do you think you need the most in your life right now out of the four? Probably green. I think I need more life in my life right now. (laughs) I think I need to get outdoors (laughs) and do a little bit more at the moment than sitting inside, but we've not had much choice. How about you? I feel like I need all four. Give me me the rainbow. (laughs) Give Give me me it all. I'll take any positive energy I can get. (laughs) But yeah, so I I think um, traditionally it's a two-day event. So on the first day, what you do is you light a bonfire to symbolize mm-hmm. the first story that we were talking about. Um, and what you do is you'd sit around the bonfire with your family, with your friends. You'd sing, you'd dance, you'd have a good time, make new friends. It'd just be a really positive and mm-hmm. festive time. And then on the following day, you take the ash remains from the bonfire and spread it on your forehead and your body. Um, but then now it's been adapted in a more mm. like high-spirited way. Uh, people even have like water fights afterwards. So I feel like it's just like a really good time for people of any age to kind of bring out that childish side and let go of any tension yeah. or stress and just have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And with that water as well, the water fight that happens, that's also very symbolic because after you wash yourself of all the powder at the end of the day, it's also like you're ridding your body of any evils or any demons that are within you. So it's sort of like a little cleanse that happens for yourself in a very symbolic way. Yeah, I think it's also a way of reminding yourself to let go of any personal Mm. issues you might have. So letting go of any like qualms you might have with your relatives or people around you and just start 
afresh, like you said, on a really positive note, which is awesome. Yeah, I also read that married women also specifically celebrate Holy to spread prosperity and goodwill on their family, which is pretty interesting because even with a couple of the other rituals type episodes that we did, there were specific mm. rituals that married women took part in for the goodness of their family. So it seems like for different parts of society, there were various reasons as to why they took part in the same festival and it means something different to everyone. Yeah, it's kind of like manifesting all these like positive energies and themes to exactly. your loved ones. It's in just this sort of way, all about right? the vibes. Always. Um, and you see in Australia, for example, um, I'm not sure if they got in other countries, the colour run, mm. um, where they kind of take themes from events like Holi, uh, where if anyone who doesn't know what the colour run is, is, I think it's in a, a 5 or 10k sort of run, some some distance sort of run that you do to raise charity and raise awareness to social causes. And while you're running, there's people throwing powders of colour at you. So kind of stealing from all the cool stuff we have in our culture and bringing <laughs> yeah. it to the West. Um, but also, now that I think about it, like music videos use them as well. Right. I know um, Coldplay for, what was that like really colourful album? The one with Beyonce? Maybe it was Head Full of Dreams. The track was the right. one with Beyonce, okay. you're right. Head Full right. of Dreams was the album. I don't remember the track. But the one with Beyonce, um, very colourful, set in India yep, as yep. well and partaking in holy uh throwback to high school i think paramore if i remember correctly and even oh, kesha um don't ask me how i know this <laughs> used um you see from holy in their music clips <laughs> were you a closeted kesha fan back in high school cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> but yeah it's it's cool seeing our culture be brought out in um in australia in this way yeah, I love seeing that. And also the other beautiful thing about being in a country like Australia is that there are holy events that happen within Sydney and I'm sure in other parts of Australia and maybe other parts of the world as well. I remember pre-pandemic local sports grounds or ovals, there'd be holy events that cultural groups would put on. Um, and even while Googling for this episode, I saw that there were some events happening this year now, which is great. And hopefully maybe something that we partake in this year, Sandlin, because yeah. neither of us have done Holy before. And it, as we said, it looks like so much fun. Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like we'd both really enjoy just, just getting like a handful of powder and just like pegging it <laughs> one another. Just to like stress relieve. I actually think that would be a very good stress reliever, not just throwing it at you specifically, but just... Throwing powder at people in general. And I'll make sure that I throw the rainbow at you, especially the, the love colour, the red Thank one. Thank you. I need it. I need it. Yeah, and I'll make sure I'll I'll be throwing abundance of green powder Thank at you, you Rami. I appreciate Manifest that. Manifest all these positive vibes. But even if you're not South Asian, if you do walk past an oval when an event like this is happening, get amongst it. Yeah. Like, these communities are so warm and open and willing to embrace people of all cultures and are happy to have conversations and talk about what's happening in these events. So if you're curious, just go up and start a conversation. Yeah, most definitely. And I hope this episode's helped you guys kind of understand a little bit more about Hawley. I know it's definitely helped Sandin and I get more of an understanding and we really want to continue doing episodes like this where we unpack even for 15 minutes some of the many traditions and rituals and festivities that happen within the South Asian culture. Yeah, I think this is the most mini, mini episode we've done. Probably. But these crash courses, I feel like for me, they're so helpful and I feel like it's going to help a few other people out there as well. So we'll definitely do it more. I, th I know we missed a few of the festivals to start 2022, mm. but we'll get better moving forward. Yeah, and if you did enjoy this, we also did an episode on weddings and another one on Deepavali recently as well. So make sure to check that out. 
We'll see you next week for our chat with model Raghavi Raghavan, where we dive into all things tokenism. And as always, you can catch us on Instagram at stuckinbetween underscore podcast. Make sure to send us any of your holy festivities if you do partake this year. Catch you next time. Bye.